welcome to Mashley at the Movies. I'm Ashley. I'm Matt. And joining us today is our friend Ryan. Hi, Ryan. Hello. Thank you for having me. Thanks and, for being here. Yeah. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about a movie that came out last year. It's called Nomadland. And Matt's going to tell us a little bit about it. Yeah. So stars Frances McDormand as Fern. Uh, she resided in a town called uh, Empire, Nevada with her uh, late husband. And there was a factory there. They they made things with, with gypsum. <laughs> and uh, then the gypsum plant closed. And uh, within about six months, the town uh, just became a, a ghost town. They lost their, their zip code status and uh, everybody left. Frances McDormand's character, Fern, goes out on the road. Uh, she gets a van and she basically starts kind of living this nomadic lifestyle. Um, we see her going from different towns to different states, working at an Amazon plant. She meets other nomads. Um, and yeah, it's, it, it's, it also incorporates, um, actors with real life people. Um, a lot of the nomads we see are, are, you know, they're not actors per se. Mm. They, they're acting in this movie. <laughs> But they're not, you know, that that's not the acting is not their profession. So uh, yeah, it's a, uh, it's a, uh, it's up for several awards, potentially some Oscars uh, even. And uh, yeah, Ryan, what what did you think of uh, of this? I know actually, I'll I'll spoil it and say here, I know uh, it was your favorite movie of of twenty twenty. <laughs> it was, um, yeah. There was just something that was very uh, poetic about watching Nomadland. Um, I had the privilege of watching it through a virtual screening. Uh, at the end of last uh, September uh, with my wife, Glennis, uh, through the New York Film Festival. Um, and it was just uh, a beautiful movie, and it showed kind of the, the hardships that, that these people live because, um, like you said, um, a lot of them are real nomads. So the director, Chloe Zhao, um, likes to intermix a lot of um, real-life people with uh, dramatized versions of her films. I was introduced to uh, Zhao's work back in 2018 uh, with the movie called The Writer. And uh, Glennis and I were actually up in Montana at the time on vacation. And we went to a little small indie film and heard about this movie. And so we saw it. So which it really kind of captivated me of how she kind of uh, intermixes um, a docu-style um, type filmmaking with uh, real people and it, it just kind of really uh, gets at you. Um, Francis McDormand's work in this, as usual, is uh, very profound, very beautiful. And yeah, it, it's just a, a movie that kind of slow burns and builds up throughout the film. And it, it just kind of shows the, um, uh, the realities that a lot of people uh, went through and lived through in the Great Recession and, and still um, do today and are traveling around the American West and Midwest. Yeah, this is such a very interesting film. Um, our main character, of course, is is fictional and played by a famous actress, but um, the way that it incorporates these real nomads into the into the movie, I thought was really wonderful and my favorite scenes in the movie are the ones where they get to talk and they get to have their moment, you know, in front of the camera and share their stories. And, um, you know, Frances McDormand is great. Um, she really disappears into her role and, um, 
I don't know, you might be hard pressed to find a Hollywood actress who could fit into this world of nomads, but she does it really well. She just has that, that look to her and that realness to her that um, you totally believe that she is one of the nomads as well. So yeah, the movie really works. You're right. You use the word poetic. I think that describes it really well. Um, it looks beautiful. It has that kind of languid pacing. Um, and even though, but even though it's beautiful, it, it also, um, <clears throat> it also pulls punches when it comes to showing what life is really like for them. It's not, you know, all beautiful sunsets and vistas. It's also, um, cramped bedding, <laughs> um, cold conditions, um, having to figure out how to go to the bathroom, just all of these things that, you know, we take for granted, um, those things become very difficult for them. And so, yeah, it, it shows that and it, it shows the, the harshness of their reality as well. So it's a very eye-opening uh, film and I think a uh, really good one. Yeah, this is a very beautiful movie, not just um, in how it's crafted, which is beautiful. I mean, the cinematography by Joshua James Richards is, is great, but just in the humanity that it displays... Um, that said, initially, I, it took me a little while to get into this movie. Um, I knew going into it that some of the people in it were not actors, per se. And so when we first started seeing scenes with Francis McDormand interacting with, you know, quote unquote, real people, um, I, I felt a little awkward. I, I was very aware of the situation, right? And um, that threw me off occasionally. Um, and then... Yeah, when the movie was over initially, I thought to myself, wow, this, this is this is really a solid movie, but I didn't quite know what I thought of it. But then in the intervening time period between then and, and, and now that we're talking about it, it's really haunted me. Um, it's, it's quietly impactful um, in its humanity. And one thing that I realized about it was because, you know, there, there, there are scenes where, you know, like the nomads are kind of gathering and they sit around and they talk about their life. And um, I found myself internally like kind of judging them. And I feel you know, not, I'm not proud to say it, but I was, you know, some of them were saying like like there's a, a, a lady in, in one scene who says that she talks about her coworker who died right on the cusp of retirement and never got to take his sailboat out. But she said like how this is her sailboat going out and, you know, traveling and being in her van and stuff. <laughs> and I remember thinking to myself like, but is it really, <laughs> are you really happy doing this? And then another thing I thought about once the movie was over was the movie's not doing any judging, right. you know, um, which is kind of humbling for me. Like I realized the movie, one of those rare movies actually that pres presents people and situations to you and it does not judge. It really just kind of it just kind of lays it out there. So I don't know. What what do you think about that, uh, Ryan? No, I, I agree. Um, and and that is something that is very unique with uh, Zhao with her craft of kind of realism in her films. Uh, she did a, a her first movie, twenty fifteen, is "Song of My Brothers Taught Me," hmm. and that one is on a Indian reservation. Um, and then in the writer, uh, and that came out in 2018, uh, that one was, um, uh, based on, um, a real story where a, uh, a bull rider had a head injury and it's kind of his struggle with himself trying to get back, 
um, into the ring. And what she did in that movie was really unique as she crafted, or I'm sorry, she, um, she hired the real life, um, uh, people. Uh, so they play a fictionalized story of themselves, but they're playing really themselves. Um, so she, she dramatizes it, but it, she casted the real, um, people from that story, which was very unique. So they're not, not actors, but they're, but they're playing themselves in a kind of a fictionalized version um, of the story that happened. Um, so that is something that is very authentic with her movies. She knows how to blend real people um, with uh, fictionalized people in her movies. Um, I liked what you said with how it's kind of um, quiet, um, quietly haunting. It kind of it sneaks up on you. Mm-hmm. It, it is a really heavy movie. Um, and it really does kind of build up and sneak up on you at the end. Um, something also with obviously with, uh, not being able to travel right now because of COVID, I kind of felt like I was traveling through this movie, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, going to each place, which was just a, it, it was kind of like a relief. I'm um, seeing all these really uh, beautiful places throughout, um, the Midwest and the West. Um, a lot of places Glenis actually has been to. So it was neat just talking to me about it and tell me like, she's been there, like that giant dinosaur in the Badlands. Um, she's been there. Yeah. <laughs> so so we were, that was just really neat to see, yeah. um, just real, real versions of, uh, our country and kind of feel like you're, you're there. Um, yeah. Um, that dinosaur, I was wondering whether that was like the same dinosaur that we saw. I think it's in Pee Wee's Big Adventure, um, <laughs> which I, it may or may not be. But yeah, no, that was, she goes to so many interesting places and places that may not always seem interesting, but you know, that's kind of what this movie does. It helps you appreciate mm-hmm. the, sort of the, not the, but your sort of run of the mill places that can become more intriguing. Yeah. yeah. So I was surprised by, well, maybe not surprised, but I was, moved by the the stories of loss that are in this movie. A lot of the, the characters, the, you know, the, the quote unquote real nomads who are featured in the movie, they have a lot of stories to tell and there's a lot of loss that they share. And so you get the sense that they're all looking for something. And that's what Fran- Frances McDormand's character is doing too. She suffered a great loss. Her husband has died. She's lost her, her town. <laughs> um, so there's a lot of loss in it. So it's sad at times, but I don't know. Ultimately, it felt hopeful in some way. I, I felt like these people were were finding their destiny. And um, yeah, perhaps there's hope to come. I don't know. And, and a lot of people, you know, you, you can, you can, you know, you talked about sitting in kind of judgment of these people. A lot of them seem to really want to be there. There's, mm-hmm. there's part of you that's always like, oh, this is horrible that they have to be doing this. But then a lot of them seem to be finding happiness doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's that wonder, there's that contradiction that, you know, it's, it's, it's a, not an easy story. It's a complicated story. And I think, you know, the movie does have, it is saying things about American life, but it's doing it so subtly and with such complexity that it kind of, it really makes you think and it lingers on with you. Like you said, I think that's one reason why it's, why it's so haunting. Um, I'll say there's a, there's a couple of times when, you know, there's not a lot of plot in the movie, but there are a couple of times when she kind of has to go back to civilization. 
Um, and she, she goes to some actual houses and, you know, she's with people and, um, there's electricity and stuff like that. I found those moments to be very jarring. Um, that kind of took me out of the kind of general, this kind of languid feel of the movie. And perhaps that was all intentional. I can, I can see why, um, <clears throat> they maybe felt the need to, to bring those scenes into the film. Um, but it's just a, it was so jarring after being in this kind of really other world, um, to be brought back into our world and to feel it to be so jarring was, was interesting. Yeah. Well, I think that's, that's what I think, you yeah. know, somebody would feel probably in that situation. Um, I want to express again, I think this is a, a wonderful movie overall. Um, but I did have parts of it I liked more than others. Um, uh, I wanted to note that um, we talked about the the people in here who aren't professional actors. Uh, they're they're sort of basically people living the nomadic life in real life and and, and participated in this film. They have several of them have what I I guess I would call like monologues, and those were to me the highlight of the movie. So when when it's sort of, and again, you know, we sort of talked before we started recording how this is not your typical Hollywood plot driven movie, but it is, it is movie like in certain ways. And so when it's like Francis McDormand and maybe David Strathairn's character, which we haven't even talked about, but you know, David Strathairn's in this, another well-known actor, uh, you know, when it's her and or him and when, when it's sort of like the progression of her from state to state and sort of, those are fine. And I, I, I was, you know, very much, you know, following those scenes or whatever. But it's when things really slow down and you had the like monologues from, um, the, the, the non actors mm-hmm. that I was just riveted, uh, during those moments. And I mean, almost brought to tears, uh, in those scenes. And so to me, when it was, when it was just that, to me, that's when the movie excelled. And I don't know what you think about that, Ryan, but you know, those are my favorite parts. Uh, the monologues with the um, uh, the real life people and saying the words uh, riveted, that, that's a very good description of that. I, I completely agree. Um, and uh, the movie has been uh, making its waves through the awards season this year and last year. Um, and I really do hope that uh, I think Chloe Zhao will be nominated for best director. I, I, I'm hoping that she get, she wins for best director. Um, I, I personally would love to see this movie win best picture. I know there's a lot of other movies that are kind of in the running. It's, it's one of those years that anything could happen. Um, so we'll have to wait and see, but um, yeah, there was just a, a lot of um, Ashley mentioned about the complexity of this movie, which is just a great description of this movie. Um, there's a lot to unpack and it, it, it kind of sits with you after you watch it. Um, and then you just kind of continue to go back on it later on after the, the movie has ended. Um, it's just been a movie that's been on my mind since I saw it um, in September. And I just always have come back to it. Um, it is very heavy, um, but also very um, just smooth in the way it just kind of tells the story and, and lets it lets it be. It just kind of says what, what it needs to say and then it just kind of continues on um, which I just thought was very unique about how uh, she crafted it and how Francis McDormand just acted in it. Yeah. So what would you give this uh, out of 10? 
<laughs> well, considering that was my favorite movie of 2020, and I did put it as the number one movie, I I would give it a, a 10 because I, I didn't see anything wrong with it. <laughs> I felt that Zhao's craft was just uh, unmatched, and Frances McDormand's acting was uh, very well done. She actually, uh, I think, I believe it was a target um, employee gave her an application because she thought she was a real life nomad um, <laughs> during the filming. So just kind of showed how um, real she was with the part. It's a very beautiful movie. Um, like I said at the beginning, it's a very poetic movie. Um, so I, I don't have any any problems with it. So I, I would give it a ten. Nice, Ashley. Uh, I'm going to give it a nine out of ten. All right, and I'm giving it an eight point six. <laughs> um, so our score is a nine point two. And it is on the tomato meter. It has a 95% certified fresh from critics and a 76% from audiences. Uh, so, yeah, uh, that's Nomadland, uh, Ryan's um, favorite movie of 2020. <laughs> and, Ryan, uh, tell, the, tell the folks listening, what is your website address where, you're, where you do uh, talk about movies? Yeah, so my website uh, you can follow me at is uh, ryanarnoldreviews.weebly.com. Um, and my, then my Twitter handle as well is, um, Arnold, um, underscore at movies. Uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter as well. Yeah. And I suggest, I suggest you do. <laughs> all right. So, uh, thanks for joining us, Ryan. And, uh, thank you all for listening. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>